Hello, ho, ho, indeed, and welcome to an extra special festive end-of-year recap of the Point 99 podcast. It's certainly been one heck of a jam-packed year filled with fabulous guests, awesome chat, and an all-round amazing time. With this being the end-of-year recap, I will of course be looking back at a few of my favourite moments from the year. We'll salute the guests that have joined me in season one, two and three. And I'm going to share a story about the 99 podcast that listeners who have joined us more recently might not know about the show. Where to start though than at the beginning. The story of the 99 podcast is fairly low-key in nature having initially sprouted from a kind of unique connection between two individuals named, you guessed it, Steve. Although living almost the full length of the UK apart, we were kind of drawn together by our shared passion of running, and it's a testament to what the running community can do. No matter the distance you live from each other, it can draw people together. Having initially started our chats some time before the whole podcast idea came around on Instagram, it quickly became apparent that we had fairly shared and aligned goals and expectations from our own running journeys. And that combination was the birth of the original idea of the podcast. I don't think the whole concept would have actually taken its physical form without the drive of runner man Steve. I certainly wouldn't have gone alone to begin with and I wouldn't be at the position I'm at now without that absolute legend. Since its inception, our core mission has remained the same, to create a space where runners of all stripes could find encouragement, solidarity and inspiration. And even though the seasons have rolled on and there's been changes in several aspects of the show's makeup, including the hosting lineup, at no point has that mission faltered. Even with Steve's departure, the podcast has continued on and will continue to evolve, all the while staying true to that original essence. But let's share why the podcast is called The 99 Podcast. There are so many regular listeners that I think to this day don't actually know why we called it the 99 podcast. Certainly from speaking to a few friends within the running community, it's gone over their heads, but it is so simple in its creation. Whether you're a Garmin aficionado, a Nike app addict, or a sucker for Strava, the 99 podcast's name all culminates from those runs that don't quite reach the final mark, the whole kilometre, the complete mile, when it gets to that point 99. That's it. That's as simple as we could think, that point 99 of your run. 
From its humble beginnings, the Point 99 podcast has undergone a continual metamorphosis, with each season being a deliberate push towards refining content creation and delivery. The evolution isn't just seen, but hopefully more importantly heard, with the production quality, sound and overall presentation being paramount to the continuous improvements. Amidst the growth, however, there is always room for improvement. And throughout it all, we wouldn't be where we are today without the inclusion of the first guest to the show in episode six of the podcast's first season. Ho, ho, ho. So the next question, and you can't say don't train for a marathon because you've said that already. What would be your one piece of advice to anyone sitting out on their on their running journey? Actually, let's make it more specific, their marathon journey, but you can't say, but make sure you train, because we covered that already. So <laughs> have a little think. What, 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 we're not going to let you out of it that easy, okay? We're not going to say see previous answer. Right? Um, so no, seriously, what piece of advice would you give to anyone sitting out on their journey? Oh, that's a tough question. Um... I honestly think I would tell them to enjoy every minute. Yes, there are some runs that are really tough. They really stink. They really hurt. They you, you come home and you you sit down, you cry, and you think I can't do it. But you, you have you have to stick with it and make sure that you enjoy it. And on on the day, embrace it and everything that comes with it, it it's honestly you soak it up because you you only get that opportunity once to do your first ever marathon um so so make sure you soak it up the heartbeat of the 99 really does lie in the mosaic of voices it brings to the forefront Introducing Hannah Gifford into the fold injected vitality into the show's DNA, with each subsequent guest continuing the revitalization. Faces within the Instagram running community, its social media influencers, running brands and charitable organisations. Each guest has been a catalyst for enriching conversations. Throughout the tapestry of those conversations and the voices it's been a joy as the host to try and craft an environment that invites vulnerability and authenticity. I feel, and I hope others do too, that the podcast has become a canvas for guests to paint their stories in raw and unfiltered honesty. Many of the stories shared have caused a ripple effect with their conversations extending beyond the mic enriching the lives of the listeners, you guys, motivating others and encouraging acts of endurance and challenge that some of you may have otherwise have avoided. But perhaps the proudest moment I have as a host has been the three former guests who have since embarked on the creation of their two separate podcasts, a testament to the inspiration sparked by their initial appearance on The Point 99. These success stories weave the intricate tapestry of the podcast's impact, underscoring the 99's very own success, making it inseparable from the narrative that it encapsulates. 
putting my business analyst cap on here and looking at the analytics for the podcast and your favorite episodes so far, or at least your favorite guests from the number of plays and downloads. For season one, the crown is very much being taken by episode eight, the Monroe bagging marathon mermaids, Hannah and Emily. So we've already mentioned for yourself, Hannah, you do run uh, and you've been making huge strides in your your running on Strava lately. But for this question is targeting Emily and for a specific marathon, a particular person that ties both myself and Emily together from the 2022 Edinburgh Marathon. And that would be (laughs) Spider-Man. Does Spider-Man give you uh, some Good or bad flashbacks, uh, Emily? Do you know, it was one of those things. I mean, I loved it when I was listening to the podcast uh, before and you mentioned it and I <laughs> thought, oh my God, th- this is one of these things where the world is so small because mm-hmm. I'm going, me and Steve must have been near each other because Very I had close. Spider-Man too. Yeah. Um, and Spider-Man had a bit of a gut and you know, <laughs> and the, 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 the suit was like half like across the other side of his face. I mean, he must have been sweating. I mean, good on these people. I can barely run in a vest and shorts sometimes. But um, yeah, that was towards the end that I saw him and I thought, no, I'm I'm getting in front of Spider-Man. Those two Wonder Women, of course, went on to form their own successful podcast, The Adventure Blether. And as a fan and listener of that podcast, they have done an absolutely fantastic job in their own first season. That episode also sets Pride of Place at the top of our charts as the most listened to episode so far. The top played episode of season two, however, is not far behind as it sits in third place of our most played and downloaded episodes so far, being episode seven with Run Kaizen's founder, Josh Sandbrook. As a user of the Run Kaizen app, I found a fantastic conversation with Josh to learn a little bit more of the in-depth workings of the app and the programming that went behind it. It also was a testament to how good the app was with how much of a personal best I scored at Amsterdam having used the app personally myself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the app is... Uh, I mean, we refer, to, we refer to it as Kaizen, but actually, for reference on the App Store, it's called Run Kaizen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a training plan app that will either, I mean, you can set your training plan up in a variety of ways. But ultimately, what it's doing is each week, it's going to set you a training load target. Um, and you then have the freedom to train as you wish within the week to meet that training load target. Um, and then... At the start of the next week, it's going to set you a new training load target, hopefully a bit higher than you achieved previously, because, of course, you're, uh, you're using the app, so your fitness is going to improve. Yeah. Um, and then each week, it's going to look back at your recent training, your race goal, if you've got one, or your fitness goal, or your, uh, maybe you're recovering from injury, and set you a new training load target for that week. And finally, for our most listened to episode of season three so far, sitting in 12th place in total of the 30 episodes the podcast has available is the awesome 
and amazing Rachel Spears with her second episode from the back-to-back episodes. Rach ran a marathon, the Amsterdam Marathon Story. Ho, ho, ho! I remember looking at my watch and was like, oh, this is going to be long. But yeah, up until the 21 kilometre, I felt so good, felt so strong. I, yeah, I was with the 4.30 pacers. I even like went for a toilet break and caught back up with the 4.30 pacers, um, which I was really happy with. The canal part, I don't know about you, but there were some amazing houses along that canal. I remember just like that just took my mind off it for a while. I was like, I want to live here. This is cool. Um, and I think tra- I did a lot of my long runs along like the canal in Glasgow. Um, so that kind of prepared me. So I'd done like my 32 kilometer run along the canal, which was with like no one. I, like I hardly ever saw ever, ever anyone on that path. So it was good to kind of be with people running along the canal um but yeah then 31 eh, 21 kilometers was when it all went a bit downhill i'm maybe getting ahead of myself slightly here but i have to say having rachel on was perhaps one of my favorite moments of not only season three but the whole podcast so far having someone so young and so driven by a goal on to discuss how their running has gone so far in this first episode, episode two of season three, to then reconvene with her after having both run the Amsterdam Marathon and learn the story and the workings that went into her day. It was really, really interesting for me and it looks like it was to you guys as well. Before I share who my favourite guests have been throughout season one, two and three, I'm going to caveat it all just now by saying that no matter who the guest was, no matter the conversation, I have loved every single one of them. It would be a lie for me to say that I have not enjoyed every single moment of the journey so far. No matter who the guest was, I am eternally thankful to every single one of them for giving me the time of day to help share their story through this platform and just generally have a great conversation at the same time. I've also enjoyed sharing stories from my good friends, those who I knew before the Point 99 podcast was a thing, individuals like the amazing Emma Joy, better known as Lipstick and Trainers, Chris Murphy, who I had previously trained to get to 5k this year, Michael Crawford, being that he was a member, was, is a member of my family, Hannah Kibble, who I have known since my secondary school days, and the awesome and inspirational Sarah Homer, who I've had the pleasure of meeting a number of times in advance of the podcast creation. My favourites, however, have to go to those voices and faces that I would have otherwise not have come into contact with if it hadn't have been for the platform that we have here today. I've already mentioned Rachel Spears with the amazing episode two and three of season three, but I'm going to add to my season three favourite here with Bob Burrell. Um, well, I'd had ran with the um, Cumbernauld uh, Jog Scotland group called On The Run. Um, I think it was like 2020 I joined them. Um, because they're a, they're a massive group. Um, sometimes they get like 100 runners turning up. Wow. Um, so they've got various different leaders and things like that in their group. 
Um, Buckle South, um, obviously where I'm staying, I've I've seen runners out, but there wasn't really that community or any groups people. And then you see like, for example, see women out running in the summer, but in the winter, everything, everyone disappears. No one likes to go out and run themselves in the dark kind of thing. Yeah. So I thought, let's set up, we can have something for beginners, get them going, but then try and make a wee community for, um, get people know each other, go get some group runs, but then also have that private Facebook group forever to people saying, I'm going out a run tonight. Does anybody else want to come and get that safety and people feel like they can get out and do their runs together? Bob is a truly inspiring and motivational figure within the running community and is going that extra mile to help people to achieve goals they may otherwise not feel they are able to achieve. The wider running community out with that of the social media platform would be nothing without individuals like Bob who give their time to community groups and alike and just help make the whole environment a more approachable and better place all round. Going back in time to season two and there are several amazing faces that I absolutely loved speaking to throughout that season episode 2, episode 3, episode 4 and episode 10. Again, with the caveat, I loved speaking to everyone, but these characters certainly were an inspiration to me and have helped drive my future goals just that little bit further. Episode 2 saw the inclusion of Mike Houston, formerly known as the Pole Fit Ultra Runner. Now, the back-to-back ultra-running episodes of episode two and three, Tanya Carmona really hit home with me about what the potential goals for my own journey could be going into 2024 and 2025. For episode two with Mike Houston, it was mostly about the raw honesty about what can happen and take place during the length of an ultra-marathon and the experiences that he has had so far. Whereas episode three with Tanya Carmona was more of a positive outlook about what you can achieve as an individual and the positive radiance that goes along with these acts of physical endurance. In season four, I am looking forward to once again speaking to Tanya and finding out a little bit more about how she's got on at multi-day ultra events that she has smashed since her last appearance and also look forward to the goals that she has lined up for herself going forward. Following on from both Mike and Tanya, we have episode four with Patrick Watkins. At the time, Patrick was well on into a mega run streak, a spectacular feat of human endurance, that's for sure. I had the absolute pleasure of meeting this amazingly happy chappy as he visited the United Kingdom and popped up to sunny Scotland. I got my backside down to Edinburgh and we had not only an amazing night out filled with booze, food and most importantly, good times, but also helped add to his amazing run streak as we headed to his very first park run. Unfortunately, the run streak did come to an end not long after he returned back to the United States 
after having a slight medical hiccup. It's taking Patrick a little while to realign his goals, having had run for so many days in a row, but hopefully we can have him back in a future episode to discuss what the future outlook is and what he is looking forward to achieving next. Finally, I had the pleasure of welcoming a megastar of the Instagram running community to the show, Omar Stanley Pesodas. I've been a follower of Omar's for a very, very long time from his days of low numbers, but he is an absolute megastar now with his reels that are hilarious, informative and inspirational with their motivation. Having had the pleasure of speaking to Omar on and off through the DMs for a few years now, it was an absolute delight to get him onto the show to learn a little bit more about what it takes to be so successful, not only on Instagram, but also with his running as he smashed out some mega times in such a short time with running. As a guest, he also took very little time from a hosting perspective as he took the reins and just ran with it. I would absolutely love to meet Omar in person and connect with him on a face-to-face basis, although that may not be as easy as it is with some of my other past guests. Hopefully, we may get the opportunity to speak to Omar again in the future. Ho, ho, ho! With COVID, I came home and like everybody else, we work remotely. My current job is a remote job for me. There's an office location, but I work remotely. I'm an extrovert. I feed off people's energy. So I think I have this creativeness, this outlet, this energy that I need to channel somewhere. And because I'm in my office the whole time with nobody around, my husband, and he's up there working, but I can't bug him that much. I needed this creative, creative outlet to let loose. And I found reels was that. And at first I was okay, am I sharing too much? Am I being silly? But you know what? Like, who cares? Just be authentic and just do you and just see what happens. And it, it's been great. So since then I, I started doing reels and um and funny, and I started making fun of runners. It just it were it's not a, it's not such a serious thing, you know. You know, though we do take it serious sometimes, it's just you know, I make fun of myself I make fun fun of myself. I think that's what caught folks is just making fun of runners uh, on my mostly on myself. You know, and I think that's what people gravitated towards. Then going back to our premiere season, season one, and my absolute favourite guest has to be Ryan Miller, better known as Scottish underscore runner, the host of the Press Play and Run podcast. Yep, that absolute legend. There's certainly not a massive pool of guests to choose from in season one. But for me, the interview we had with Ryan was so relaxed and so enjoyable. I think that's testament to his own interviewing skills and just everyone felt at home, at ease, just felt so natural and like we'd known the guy for years. The conversation we had with Ryan really kind of focused on the first time marathon perspective he was heading towards with Edinburgh. He did go on to smash that marathon with a phenomenal time for a first timer, but 
he did have his ups and downs, not only through the marathon itself, but also during training. So it was great to have that conversation, to share that it's not just you or I that go through it, that everyone goes through it and share that with the wider community. I would 100% be happy to welcome Ryan back in a future series or episode. Find out how his running's going, how he's getting on with the podcast and everything from a different perspective away from the host hot seat. He has managed to pack in so much this year alongside his first year with the podcast as well. But having smashed ultras, seen him at the Loch Ness 24, his first marathon and a number of other events. Not only that, he's also doing some great work for charity ahead of the London Marathon next year. Finally, on the topic of the Press Play and Run podcast, they are doing amazing work for the community, bringing people together for the Long Run Club, as well as giving you amazing guests on the fortnightly basis. I've had this discussion with Ryan on several occasions and he's always reassured me that it's okay. I was always worried that I was potentially going to be stepping on his toes with potential guests or guest bookings that I had. And he's always been so kind and supportive. He is a listener of the show. So hello, Ryan. Um, Yeah, but he's been so supportive. He's always said if I do my thing he's doing his thing there's no there's no animosity there's no bad blood we are our own individual entities and I think a few people within the community sometimes forget that we're not in competition we're just trying to make the wider community a better place and Ryan 100% is doing that with the press play and run podcast hosts do speak to each other I speak to Ryan Ryan speaks to me Uh, we speak to Rob at the what the fartlet podcast and beyond There's a lot of connection that goes into these sorts of things. We're all doing a similar thing, but at the same time, we all learn from each other and support each other. So, I mean, that's another reason why going back to season one, Ryan was my favourite guest from that season. Ho, ho, ho! I think that's everything then, right? I thought I might be able to beat some fear into you, but you're you're well-grounded with this. Unflappable. Unflappable. Oh, I, I, I am I genuinely looking forward to hopefully uh, touching base with you at Edinburgh. Um, this I, is just I, the persona. My arse is actually making buttons <laughs> with you talking to me about the course. <laughs> Squeaky bum time. <laughs> As I say, throughout season one, two and three, I have loved the inclusion of every single guest. I have loved every conversation and every second of the show. I would, however, be really interested to find out who your favourites have been so far and the reasons why. I know we're not starting season four until early in 2024, but let me know, drop them in the DMs and let me know who you are looking forward to hearing in the future. So far, there's a ways to go in the organisation and production of season four. But we are already looking fantastic with some of the names I have secured so far. There's some really great faces from within the running community on Instagram, as well as perhaps a few familiar faces from other podcasts that you may have listened to. 
but from those who we are looking forward to hearing in the future, to celebrating those and applauding the guests who have already come. A roll call through season one, two and three. Hannah Gifford, Hannah Kibble, Emily Jackson, Ryan Miller and Steve Day were our guests from season one on top of myself and runnerman Steve, Steve Farugia. Season two brought us Emma Joy, Mike Houston, Tanya Carmona, Patrick Watkins, Chris Murphy, Al Hager, Josh Sambrook, Steve Farugia once again and Omar Stanley Pasodas, as well as a few of the voices from Who Dropped the Dibber as we connected pre and post Loch Ness 24. Then from our most recent season, we had Active Root, Rachel Spears, Chris Evans, Hannah Kibble once again, Michael Crawford, Sarah Homer, Bob Burrell, Heather Ruff, and the legends from Cajonas, Scotland. It has been a joy and a privilege to be able to have shared the stories from each and every one of my guests, as I said at the beginning of the catch-up recap, whatever you want to call it. I'm really looking forward to seeing what 2024 can bring on a podcast platform level, as well as within my own running achievements and goals. Whether it's season four and done, or season five, six, seven and onwards, I'm looking forward to sharing more conversations, adding to the tapestry and painting more of the picture on the canvas that is the point. 'reminiscing about the past guests and voices to looking forward to the festivities no matter how you are spending them whether you're with family friends or spending some time alone I hope you have a fantastic time for me I have more than enough to look forward to for this festive season for all the plays, downloads and support you have given me throughout the year, well that's gift enough under the Christmas tree. Without those plays, downloads, listens, shares, you name it, without any of those I wouldn't be continuing and in a position that I am in today. The Point 99 podcast may be hosted by me, Mr Steve Runs, but it really does belong to you guys the listeners and, of course, the guests that come and join me on a weekly basis. When New Year comes, or as we say in Scotland, 
Hogmanay, I'll be raising a glass to each and every one of you and toasting you with a slangeva. A cheers to the closure of a fantastic 2023 and the look ahead to a bright and fresh year of 2024. But until that day comes and the weeks have gone by, I really do hope that you enjoy whatever you get up to, whether it is running, whether it is enjoying some much needed rest and rehabilitation ahead of a fresh road running season. I'll end as I always do, hoping that you stay safe, that you enjoy your runs and you will as always hear from me soon.